Hey yo, welcome back to Fancy's Corner. Just a quick disclaimer, real quickly. Um, this podcast is like you know done for educational purposes and also entertainment purposes. And if you are under the age of eighteen, please get the fuck out because like we don't condone that shit. I let's get let's get into it. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, what's good y'all? Hey, welcome back to Fences Corner Man, hosted by yours truly, Fence K, that's the most cozy spot on the web, you know what it is. Today I am joined by two uh, homies of mine that I am always smoking up with, and in private, we have a lot of chats about football and these homies uh, have a lot of in-depth chats about anime. So, you know, uh, before telling y'all about what we're going to be talking about today, uh, let me introduce the homies. Number one that I will be introducing is the homie, is Jean, who has previously been on the podcast. How you doing, homie? Hey, yo, 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 what's happening, my friends? Eh? Hey, easy, man, easy, man. What's popping with you, dog? Uh, nothing much, you know, just, you know, steady pushing pee and everything like hey. that. Hey. You know, that's the vibe. You know, that's the vibe, bro. All right. Oh, yes, yes. What's up with you, bro? Hey, I'm easy, man. You know, we pushing P the side, too. Oh, uh, yes. You know, we pushing P the side, too. We making the content available to the peoples. You know what I mean? Making Fancy K grow more and more. Shout out to all the international listeners out there. I'm all the way in a little uh, room in South Africa, and y'all be listening to my shit. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Even y'all, hey, hey, shout out, man, shout out. So, yeah, and uh, the other homie that we have is a debutante on Fences Corner. We got the homie Glenn. What's poppin', Glenn, dog? Um, I'm good, I'm good, I'm, I'm high. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that's, that's one thing. Yeah, it's, it's my moving very, very, very slow at the moment, mm-hmm. but I'm chilled. Uh, you know, no complaints. Even if they are, they're not big enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got bigger things to fry. We got a lot of big things to fry um, in life, man. But yeah, um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Why not? It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Been asking for this one. Hey, man. Hey, you've been. This is one episode, guys, that we have been delaying for a while, and it's time. You know what I mean? So, in this episode, we will be talking about. Anime Chats, A Beginner's Guide to Anime featuring John and Glenn, you know what I mean? And uh, we'll also be getting into World Cup Chats, making a couple of predictions for the World Cup, what we think's going to happen, how we think Qatar's going to host that shit and everything. So yeah, sit back, relax, enjoy the episode with us, and uh, yeah, let's get into it, y'all. get into the football and anime chats with my homies Glenn and Jean. I just want to tell y'all about today's strain of the day. Hey. Um, so today's strain of the day will be 
one of my personal favorite um, strains that I actually discovered in Bojostrum since I moved here. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's a it's a little it's a little strain called Franco's Lemon Cheese, and uh, yeah, man, I will say this is one of the most like refreshing strains I've had this year. And I think apart from a strain I had earlier this year called Brownie Scum, which has like a whopping 38% THC. <laughs> um, besides that, um, I think this was probably like the best strain I've discovered this year. Hands down, you know what I mean? Um, it's a pretty smooth strain. It's a sativa dominant hybrid. Uh, and I am getting all this information right now from cannaconnection.com. Uh, yeah, you can never, you can never have like too many sources to, you know, check what's popping with your ganja. So yeah, um, I'm checking on Canna Connection about Franco's lemon cheese. They say it's a 60% sativa dominant hybrid. Um, its parent strains are Super Lemon Haze and Exodus Cheese. That's crazy. Um, THC is at 21%, the smell and flavor, cheese, fresh, lemony, I can say that. And then the effects that they say it gives, strong, energetic, uplifting, sociable. And I will say it's a, it's a really nice uh, sativa kind of strain to have, with, especially like when you want to, you know, hang with the homies or if you guys are going out to like party or whatever. Or you're just getting up to like something that's gonna need like a whole lot of social vibes. I will say that um, Franco's lemon cheese does plug with that. Um, you'll be in a really calm mood and in a really entertaining kind of mood. Um, you know, you'll be the <clears throat> life of the room. <laughs> you'll be the life of the room. So yeah, um, I got it as a greenhouse, and yeah, man, it, it was it was pretty. It was pretty nice. And they say here in um on Canna Connection that it's named Franco's Lemon Cheese because um it's named after one of these legendary cannabis activist homies called Franco Loja and he was a strain hunter. And he passed away in January twenty seventeen and yeah, that's actually when they named um that's when they named strain so that's crazy it's a pretty recent strain that was that's been that's popped up you know what i mean so yeah um franco's lemon cheese is pretty nice i got it from a local plug the side um shout out to that plug for plugging it up um it's it's, it's quite delicious it's pungent you know what i mean it's got a very zesty kind of vibe to it but it's also really pungent on you and it's a very strong strain. I won't recommend it for beginners. You know me. I'll always tell the beginners where not to go. <laughs> but I will say if you're XP'd up and even if you're just a little XP'd up, I think it's a pretty nice strain for you to go try out if you ever find it. So, yeah, man. Um, Franco's Lemon Cheese gets a solid fences corner. Um, a five out of five from me. I have no complaints about the strain whatsoever. Everybody that that's seen me baked as fuck off the franco knows that you know i was having a jolly good time <laughs> and um yeah man it's a, it's a pretty decent strain not even decent it's a superb strain you know what i mean it's it's spectacular you know it's delicious it's mm, it just hits the right spots you know what i mean so yeah do try out that franco's lemon cheese against the fences corner five out of five 
And yeah, man, let us move on to the next segment, yo. Hey. As the Rose Banky famously says, thank you for sharing this day with us. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, everybody. Alright, y'all. So I wanna talk to the homies. I wanna talk with the homies about uh, and a, a keen interest of mine that has been growing as of late. I wanna talk to y'all about anime, man. So I started watching anime in uh, 2020, around 2020 during that lockdown time. You know what I mean? I mean, did I? Cause I watched Dragon Ball Z as a kid, so technically. I started and Yu-Gi-Oh! too. Pokemon is also anime. So it actually started further back than I thought. And it's actually just me tapping back to an interest I had before. You know what I mean? But reintroducing myself, I came back to shit like uh Demon Slayer. Hey, hey, hey. I came back to shit like uh recently John put me onto Bucky. That's an intense ass show. Um, that basketball academy shit. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a basketball fan, that's a pretty cool show for me to watch. But you know, that's just me and my intro. Uh, I'm I'm kind of all over the place. So what this segment serves as is 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 I'm I'm looking to y'all as my anime tour guides, my anime senses, my masters. <laughs> yes, gentlemen, tell us. I need y'all to educate myself and also a lot of people out there that are stoners that like really like anime and shit and trying to trying to get into anime i mean a lot of people struggle because they see something like one piece that everyone talks about and then they see like a thousand episodes and they're like yo what the hell is going on so you know i mean there's a kind of like a way to get into it especially for someone that hasn't touched anime at all i mean hasn't watched Yu-Gi-Oh, dragon ball z any of the classics or we also catering to those coming back from that and coming back into anime now. So yeah, Jean, Glenn, I'll hand it over to y'all. Tell me, gentlemen, what is y'all's beginner's guide to anime? Okay, so let's just get this like a good straight away. For people who have not like watched like, you know, SABC2, Five o'clock, yeah, nah, mm. you, you know that time. It's either that Yu-Gi-Oh, after school shit, Dragon Ball Z. You know what it is. That after school shit. Even, yeah, perfect. Saturday, 10, 11 o'clock, I, you know it was going down. <laughs> like an omnibus for seeing the lamb type of vibes. You know what I'm saying? But like now, for a beginner's guide, if I had to like honestly say, to start off anime, if you, it all depends on what type of shows you watch as well. Because what, let's say in the sense of series, it depends on what series you watch and everything like that. Okay, so let's say I'm a, you know, Peaky Blinders kind of fan. Oh, I like... 91 Days. 91 Days. I love how Glenn had an automatic (laughs) trigger response to that one, right? Oh, yes. And that's how it is with anime, right? Mm -hmm. That's how it is with anime, like your keen interest in terms of all sorts of other things 
will guide your anime interest, right? Yeah, basically, like when you start off with anime, try and find anime that is the same as like your your series styles that you watch. I mean, even the kind of um, thriller kind of vibe on Demon Slayer. Ooh. That really got to me, and I think that's why I gravitated towards it so much. You know what I mean? What's shocking is that I haven't watched Demon Slayer yet. Yeah, you well, you've read the manga, right? Nah. You haven't even read the, the Demon Slayer manga, right? So you're still fresh from that. Oh, you don't fuck with it. I don't right? fuck with it. I don't know. I know why. Demon Slayer also has a bit of a cult following. It does. In the anime oh world. My god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes, it does. Because, like, those men and women will defend Demon Slayer with their life. Because I, I would say Black Mirror is the same, like just diverting away from anime a bit, linking it to that, that, that show, that anime show, right? I think in terms of a series, Black Mirror is definitely one of those that doesn't necessarily have like a big cult following. But those that watch Black Mirror, those of you that watched episode one, you know you were tortured and um, cursed into watching the rest of that bullshit. Guys, I'm sorry, we gotta pause our anime chat real quick. Did y'all watch episode one of that goddamn black the president's what the the, the one with the, the prime minister and the pig bro? Oh my god, oh my god. Man, what the hell was that? <laughs> Brian, you know that was the first that was literally the first black mirror episode I've watched ever. Because it's the first one. So I was like, you know what? I don't know what the fuck this you know series is about i don't even know it's like a different story in every episode kind of series right so i know this isn't there a series isn't there like an anime series like that on netflix um i'm not sure about on netflix like on a netflix, diff- but not like, on netflix but in the anime well isn't there like an, uh, a series oh yeah or whereby you know it's different episodes yeah like different, different themes in every episode yes i can i can but they're say... not related to each other yeah perfectly yeah. one anime in particular um, yeah, yeah, yeah death parade death parade she's so flashy like it's really really flashy like that thing doesn't make sense like it's too colorful like mm-hmm. i don't maybe maybe this will, I hope this makes sense, but different genres, different vibes, different seasons, different emotions. And I don't see myself ever being an emotion type of vibe where I can watch this parade. It's too... It's like that gambling one at the that's cool. Oh, Kageguri. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, it's a very, very interesting story. But at the same time, I'm like, Musko, and this is too... Like, <laughs> cyberpunk, too cyberpunk type of vibe. I'm like, this is too much. It's moving in a different direction. It's too fast. It's too scary. Oh, so I, I, are you talking about a sense of like, uh, like do you want to give like a steady, a more steady pace? That's not really a steady pace. You can fuck me up. You know, I've watched these fucked up enemies, like oh, yes. the fireflies. <laughs> oh, oh my god, dude! Please don't talk about that. Traumatic like, ass anime, bro. Like the first like five ah, minutes, dude. It's ah, bad, ah. no. <coughs> in nineteen forty something, I, I was like, wait, what? Mm. 
you can I don't know how but studio Ghibli and when they animated that you could see a person starving to death and dying and I'm like nah this it is not becomes a be. little too traumatic isn't it and at that point you have to watch it yeah and you hooked at that point it's kind of like Black Mirror Black Mirror yeah. once you start watching all those fucked up episodes you kind of like get hooked into that kind of thing you know what I mean I mean I think one 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 show that does definitely get a lot of people hooked is One Piece now that I mentioned it. I mean, I would say it's a lot of veteran anime goers that be that go all the way with One Piece. Yeah. You know, but uh you know what's what's y'all's take on One Piece? Is that something y'all would recommend for the more beginner guys or the more intermediate guys or the more experienced guys? So like the, the tricky part about One Piece is that if you didn't start with it, you, it's very difficult to get into it. Into like the whole lore of it. Bones' thing, when I was caught up, like he started last year and all of a sudden he's not close to episode 1000 or something. Oh, he almost, he's almost at the thousand mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bones caught up, like he's been Ain't it crazy that, that 1000, those 1000 episodes are just yeah like it was the prelude i was like wait you know what i, I love it mm. because there are mothers like that mm. so it's, it's possible i'm still trying to read a novel with six thousand chapters here and i'm like uh-uh it's too much mm. but i will find a way you have to find a way my good sir like one piece i don't know you have to find a way sir you've made it this far you have to find a way sir like, I'm not gonna care. Hey, one Piece is a journey, eh? Yeah, like, One Piece is a very, very hectic journey. Like, I mean, it's part of the big three. It's their next what would, what is What is your big three? Okay, so in olden gen time, when I, when I, when I started anime, um, it was obviously, let's say, the, the original big three was Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece. So would I you say that's like a, that's a good combo of anime for someone to start off with? The reason I would say kind of no because it's very old generic. It's very old gen. It hasn't like adapted properly, in in my honest opinion, to the newer anime that's coming out. Because to the like new still, anime styles. Yeah, to the new anime standards and styles and everything like that. There is a lot of nostalgia that comes with it. The best thing that I could honestly say is try try with like new anime that's coming out a little bit, but also look at into the classics when you get yourself like very very into it basically for every five anime you know five animes you watch at least one should be one of the old ones and the other four is the new ones mm. and at least you can keep you up can kind them. of balance it out and also get that nostalgic taste yes. of how anime kind of you know shaped y'all in the beginning right yeah, but obviously I'm not gonna be supporting what is it called Shadow Ball Z. Like, come on, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, sure. Just yeah. between something, episode some, holding up a fucking thing, just mm. super chill person, and then. It... Nah, oh, yeah. Ah, nah, nah, nah. But at least Naruto. Naruto is very comfortable. Yeah. I I think Naruto is a very common for people to start with. What would y'all yeah. say? Yeah, that's what's. Uh, yeah, the storyline is. It gets <laughs> deep. I'll warn y'all. It, in the latter stages of Naruto, when you start exploring, like, the three... Yeah, 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 yeah. But, it was bound to happen. I mean, 
I mean, you could always remember when I was sitting on that swing. Mm. Everyone is getting freaked up by everyone. And they play the music and I'm like, Are you just like, hey, yo, what's going on in my emotions, man? Yeah, it's always that, it's, it's, it's always that one track. Yeah. Like, I do not know why. And the most iconic scene, in my opinion, still to this day, in this world, it's, it's when a certain big brother decides to go back home. And then he's just chilling in the cafe. Ah, shut up, everything's okay. Kakashi shows up, calls back up. Ah, all of a sudden they're gone. Find them on like, this other, next to a river or something like that. And then Kakashi's on to like Itachi Uchiha and everyone is just shocked. It's like, what? And Uchiha? I mean, come on, we've seen Sasuke is dope as well, but let's see what's happening here. Did he not? The violence you'll see in Naruto is hectic, bro. But I would say, is the violence in Naruto more hectic than the violence in a show like, let's say, One Punch Man? Oh no! Like you see, there it's a little bit more detailed. It's a little bit more detailed in the sense of, like. Like they, he, it's the 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 violence is so minimal in physical contact, but the effect, but the impact, the impact. One Punch one Man punch. is the kind of guy that just pulls up on you, puts a fist in your face, and doesn't kill. touch you, and you like go into a mountain through a mountain, man. No, he evaporates you can't, the mountain and, behind you, and he evaporates <laughs> the mountain behind you with like the fucking sound waves of the yeah. Punch Man. It's, one Punch Man is so unrealistic, and he's even got hyper masculine men doing that One Punch Man challenge, Ooh. man. Yeah, facts. <laughs> 100 push ups a day, 100 sit ups a day, 10 kilometer joy. <laughs> but then you know what? He's also like also a pretty dope chat as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you, if you had to go like, let's see now, storyline. Oh, storyline based story on anime. Storyline anime is where I kind of lie more than I do on the violent stuff because the violent stuff is entertaining to watch i mean don't get me wrong i enjoy randomly watching some bucky every now and then seeing a homie throw hands okay i enjoy my occasional bucky guys don't get me twisted but i love my storyline and like for for instance i would say like a nice storyline and it is in my personal top three. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, I've like watched anime since I was like five years old. Yeah. That's when I started. Animax on DSTV, mm. that channel specifically. The fact that DSTV plugged a whole random ass channel where they just played random anime and it, I geeked out over that shit. I was like, oh shit, what am I looking? I don't even remember half the anime I was watching that time, but I'd see, I'd just tune into the channel and be like, you this know what the thing was? Old man. You know the thing was, I remember some of them. Yeah. I can literally name them right now. Name them. Helsing. Oh, that was a dark one. Tenjo Tenj. Um, this is for like a little bit of older content, but storyline not bad. Um, Iruka 7. Wow. Depressing but beautiful. Um, what else? Trigun. Oh. Cowboy Bebop. Oh. Like. Yeah, you see. Those are touching some old school nerves, right? Dude, now. like very, very like full metal alchemist, the original one. Yeah. But personally for me, I love Brotherhood more. Mm. Like Brotherhood was like bellissimo for me. That is in my top three, actually. <laughs> bellissimo. Storyline. So, wait, 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 wait. Full metal alchemist is Brotherhood. literally 
Brotherhood is yeah, in your top man. three. Yes. <laughs> yes. Glenn looks so disappointed. Uh, uh, what? What do you is challenge this three? point, sir? Please do. From Adam. Yes. No, 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 not that. The fact that it's in his top three. Out of all the anime I've watched. Because I remember, I believe your top three basically represents who you are. They Some represent way, your character, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, it does. The reason why you fuck with it, like, something. And you can tell me Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is in your top three. Yeah, I agree. Now, now I, re- I respected the story a lot. Now, I this... No. And, I, and I cried. <laughs> No, like literally, that was the first anime I can honestly, to God say, that made me cry that it ended. I was like, no fucking way. Okay. Damn, what happens? Yeah. Attack on Titan. Attack on mm. Titan. I'm not gonna cap. Episode one off the bat, I was like, my God. This they introduce is... you with some crazy ass shit. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, <laughs> I guess this is the direction we're going with. Damn. I mean, like, your mom is being eaten. By a titan in front of you. Man, like, demon slayer, ho- little homie, so his whole family get charred by demons, bro. Like, I mean, how these bro. first episodes can get so goddamn hectic sometimes. Yeah, I don't no. understand why they gotta traumatize you like that. From and that initial trauma from the first episode is what has you like. I need to see this homie come back from this bullshit. Homie had his sister turn into a demon, and he was like, "Yo, you know what?" Do or die, I'm gonna find a way to kill, to kill all these demon bitch ass niggas. Yeah, you know I mean? straight up. That's that energy I need in my life, man. So I feel like that's what you're talking about, bro. Like anime or your your top animes or the animes you relate to the most are kind of like a reflection of what you represent in life sometimes too. You know what I mean, man? Mm. Yeah, because like literally, now if if we were to basically put anime in in a sense, mm. we would be like it's putting your emotions like on your sleeve, like on your hand, putting your heart on your hand, mm. and basically saying like, fight for what you want. I know there's gonna be like some tough challenges, there's gonna be trauma and everything. Yeah, like, bro, it really like motivates, especially when you're in like a tough space. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like with a little hard work and with some good friends. <laughs> Ah, in the end, you find you're gonna make it, man. Yeah, you'll find that beautiful crescendo. And wouldn't you say anime is the like pure representation of pushing P? Yo, dude, like, I mean, in all senses, Naruto is the definition of pushing P. My nigga, Naruto pushed P. That that homeboy said straight up, I'm a B Hokage at age five. That nigga, what, 20. Yeah. Hokage with a kid, with a wife, said straight up, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorted in life by 20 years old. That lad was 17, dog. Ah, nah, nigga, Naruto, man. You kidding me, man? Yeah, but he's, he's, he's come up stories kind of get to me. Getting isolated like that. Man. Yeah, but it's, I, it's I, I crazy. But I guess you know, anime as a whole is meant to motivate more than it is traumatized the traumatizing shit is just like a cover-up of what's really going on i think animators are just want to be like you know nah, let's just give some trauma yeah. let, know, let people understand bucky, yeah, even with, like the extravagant violence in bucky when you notice the things going on like in the background while all these guys are throwing hands at each other you're like yo what the hell's going on man these guys are fighting for some fucked up reasons and uh yeah, but yeah, overall I think anime is pretty cool. 
I think a lot of people that are stoners, if you haven't tried anime, get out your comfort zone and try out anime. This is not the last time you're going to hear from us about anime. Because this is about to be a little uh, segment for, 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 for the people out there. Because I just want to shout out now, if you do want to like start watching anime and everything like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. here's like a website that you can use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, w- hey, hey, keep this one on the download. Yeah, keep guys. this one on the download. Don't, don't share this piece of information with. Yeah, uh, straight up. Oh. Um, Zoro.to. That is like Netflix, like that for anime, yes, dude. Z o r o. Dot to. Hey. It's like a nice anime website. It's almost like also Nine Anime. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. two websites are like you know, like a Netflix and that's for where, anime. Versions. That's where you'll you'll start your journey, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then they'll even like give you like your own genres and everything, so you can just choose one and then scroll through and see. Yeah, oh, nice. this looks nice. Let me just watch it. Yeah. Plus, they give like a good mini description on what the anime is about as well. So. And just to close off the segment, <laughs> to answer the age-old question, what's up? <laughs> God damn! When you start off, dub. But when, if you want, when you hear... evolve into it, please, guys. When you get deep into anime, please evolve into sub. I mean, honestly, there is. It's not that deep, really. Okay, guys, it's not that deep. But I will say personally, for me, it has been nice going away from like the dub into the sub. Dango place, dango place. That's because... just my take. I don't want to cause a stir out there. That's just my take. I want to hear from you dub sub. Dunko please, because my homeboy, you said the right things. Because when you start off, dub is like a good choice. But like when you start, when you want to hear like beautiful things right now, when I say beautiful things, I'm talking about like the way the words are pronounced and like the way the sound effects are. Yeah, the way they accentuate the voice. Yes. Growl in the homie's voice. I mean, look at something like Squid Game, for example. Oh, wow. we, man. All know, we all know that dog. Red light! Red light! What the fuck is that, man? We all know that You shit. gotta hear the oh, 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 hey. Yeah, so you know nice I mean? job. So I feel like But I feel like it's also about how deep one is in those fields. Especially with something like something like K-pop entertainment. Ooh, but that can be like Oh, like, do you want to... So, with the K-pop... Yeah, we'll close off the segment with talking about some some, some, some K- K-pop entertainment, K-pop cinema, movie, series, music, whatever y'all want to type, man. Mm, Glenn, what's your take on this one? Hey, actually, hey. Because I know we have a lot of... I have some BTS fans on this part that listen to my podcast, so... Hey, man, don't get me cancelled. Those niggas pinpoint your address, man. <laughs> It's just not for me. Yeah. Not for me. I just, I can't. Shut up. Then, it's just one of those things that didn't gravitate towards you. Yeah. However, the manga is, uh, the mangas are pretty fire. Korean mangas are fire, man. Yeah, Korean yeah. mangas are. Also not the movies are. Okay. What's that one with the train again? Um, There's one with the train, bro. That's pretty cool. But they're trying to make an American remake. I hate American remakes, man. Those things are bullshit. But I guess that's something we'll talk about the next time we link together for these chats. 
Clint John. Shout out for the anime chats. I hope y'all enjoyed that. And to all my anime uh, fans out there, you know, in the Spotify chat, they asked the little hey man, I'm gonna leave a question for y'all. What are y'all's favorite animes? Tell me in the chat. Yeah, we'd love to see, man. And uh, we'll share that shit the next time we gather together. So, yeah, man. It's a community. Ask a lava. Nithi must come out same time and as you were hearing Glenn is fired up about the last segment of the day which is our chat and takes on the Qatar 2022 FIFA World Cup the last chance for so many soldiers we grew up with the golden the belt we hey man i gotta call out that belgian team they've been ranked number one since this so-called golden generation popped up right i have a problem with those guys you cannot be the number one team for that long with no trophies at all man bro they haven't even won a euro trophy that's uh man i need these guys to prove they're a golden generation this is their last chance. KDB's done after this. He's not going to be the same in 2026. Lukaku ain't going to be the same. Hazard ain't going to be the same. Other Hazard won't be the same. But that's just my take. That I feel like Belgium really is the team that's under pressure in this World Cup. I'm, I mean, if you had to think about it, like, look, I mean, look at how many people they brought. They brought Wurzel, Tielemans. De Bruyne, Hazard, Hazard, Lukaku, Courtois—they literally brought all hands on deck. Yeah, now this is the this is the whole golden generation, man. All at once. All at once, and this is their last chance with Roberto Martinez. So, let's see if he can actually win this. Glenn, what do you think about this Belgian golden generation, bro? (laughs) You think they're a scam or the real thing? It really just twists your football mind into another state of thinking, man. Like, you know, football is proven, it's nice, it's mm. by international breakthroughs. Why now? When you enjoy Premier League, enjoying your room, I'm enjoying my room, enjoying what the world is, I'm seeing everything. All of a sudden, international break, and you're gonna watch the same niggas show up there. They're not gonna do the most. Sometimes they're gonna do the most, you're gonna be full. You're gonna be like, ah, hey, cool. <laughs> and then you realize that I just like, guys i need to call out gareth southgate i'm sorry that guy that homeboy does not know how to select a world cup squad gentlemen i'm sorry how do you take a guy that started three games to the world cup how do you take Harry Maguire to the World Cup over Fikayo Tomori, who literally just won a Scudetto? This is how you know it's not about talent. It's not about 
you know, hard work. It's not about putting in the shift, pushing P. It's about the politics. Did you see who's captaining the England squad? Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. <laughs> England, man. I will forever know that. I will forever know that. Oh, boy from TikTok. <laughs> hey, man, I won't lie. If there was a perfect representation of the statement, helicopter, helicopter. Nah, that it's that England squad, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, in the attacking division, don't y'all think England has a good-ish unit? Okay, so in in, in my chat, the front, like with Sterling, um, Mount, Mount, and you know Kane, of course. Kane. Um, who's the other Green, homie we spoke about? Ah, <sighs> Jack Greenish. Yeah. How is that guy in the national squad over Ivan Tony? Yo, hey man, I'm sorry. This these these England politics gotta end. Why is Ivan to- Ivan Tony just blitzed Manchester City on his own, bro? And not with two penalties. People were claiming that this man is a penalty merchant. He only has three penalties this season, my homie. He has ten goals for the season, and he just scored two open few open play goals against Manchester City, bro. I'm kind of disappointed that homie didn't make World Cup squad. But Southgate said, we're relying on the older heads. I'm like, oh, I guess Conor Gallagher's an old head. What's he doing in that team? I'm a Chelsea fan. Y'all know this. But I will admit right now, Conor Gallagher has no place in that team right now. What is he doing? He's taking up space right now, man. And why is James Madison listed as a forward and not a midfielder? Rev, something's up in England. I'm sorry, Southgate gotta get fired. I back Thomas Tuchel to go take that England job, implement an identity in that team, and drop the ass homies, man. Yeah. Do you guys realize the World Cup is no, 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 there's no hype. Bro, we literally five <laughs> days away from kickoff, and no one's talking about this thing, bruh. Even us talking about this right now, we're talking about this in a dark room, man. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's not even a hype situation. We just like, Bro. shit. I mean, the World Cup's coming, let's chat. But it's like, Guys, the World Cup's coming. Yeah, the yeah, fact that Haaland's like, not there, <laughs> Pogba and Kante, the French midfield, is not there. Cruz is, is not going to the World Cup. Cup. Sergio De Gea, bro. Come on, man. Wait, Mar- guys, guys, I'm sorry. Wait, I have to dedicate a little segment here to Marco Rose. I feel so bad for that guy, bro. How do you have the bad luck? Who the hell cursed that dude to get injured before every single international, international tournament, bro? I was such a fanboy for this guy when he was the FIFA 17 cover boy. I was like, someone broke the system. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, somebody broke the system, bro. It wasn't Messi, it wasn't Ronaldo, it wasn't Rooney, it wasn't Ronaldinho, it was fucking Marco Rose. Who the fuck is that, bro? And then you see he's the Borussia Dortmund captain. You're like, oh. And then you read the whole story of how he became the captain. He chose his team over leaving to money you know what i mean yeah. and he's had like one of those anime he was speaking about anime just now if there was a football anime story i'd base it around marco Rose's life bruh because that homie dude he came up from the borussia dortmund academy 
became the club captain at like 21 and he's never lost that armband right but he gets injured every time he gets called up to the national team bruh Marco so Rose. Sad, That's such a depressing st- I think about that, I'm like, shit, I really feel sorry for this guy. Yo, bro, that's hectic, man. Mm. Isn't 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 Mario Gotze going to this World Cup? <laughs> he didn't make Germany squad. That's crazy. Timo Werner's not going to the World uh-huh, Cup. As well. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? And he's been cooking it up for Leipzig. Yeah, I feel for my boy. That's Chelsea's fault. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, Chelsea should have kept that homie. Please break. Please give us Nkunku, please. Hey, Nkunku announcement loading. Here we go. You know that homie for bits here. Nkunku to Chelsea. Here we go. Five year deal. Uh, Fee undisclosed. Hey, it's loading, man. It's coming. That here we go is coming. And once that Nkunku here we go comes through, Potter will save himself. Nkunku and Liao will save Potter. Trust me. And best believe the Cowboys are willing to put in 150 million pounds for young Jude. Hey, Jude Bellingham, man. That's a. Don't, Glenn, don't you think that's a star boy to look out for in the England squad? Yeah. Oh, shit. He's one to watch, no? Yeah. He's been impressing in Germany. Yeah, yeah, and I think he's gonna be a starter. He'll, let's see what he's got. There. He, he's gonna start next to Declan Rice, eh? I yeah. Ooh, Brazil has a saucy squad. Did you guys see all those wing? They don't need a striker. I don't think people realize that team doesn't need a striker. All the forwards are strikers and wingers and false nines, bro. Dog, Neymar Jr. literally plays false nine for PSG. He plays false nine cam and left wing. And striker too, four positions, bro. And then they have machines like, so Neymar Jr. doesn't have to play on the left wing. That frees up space for who? The Samba boy. I, I cannot fucking wait to see that dude pull out that stupid ass dance at the World Cup in the Brazil kit. Samba boy energy. I can't wait for that shit. And he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a starter for Brazil. I trust. I think even though Martinelli is number one in Premier League, Vinicius Junior is a beast, man. And he's earned he, he's earned his Brazil start. I think. Um, Neymar Junior. He's the captain, man. You can't bench that dude. Oh, he's vice captain to Thiago Silva. Yeah, so hey, hey, Chelsea legend still in the back line. Hey. Allison is keeper. I mean, if you look guys, did y'all see Allison shaved his beard off? He doesn't look like Allison no more. He looks like Allison Becker. He looks like an Allison Becker, man. That homie looks serious. But uh, I guess since we're naming our favorite teams and shit, who I'm throwing y'all in the deep end. Who is winning? This World Cup. I'll start with my prediction. Argentina. Goat Messi's gonna play his thousandth game in that World Cup final. He's gonna lift that gold ass trophy. He's gonna solidify his goat case. On the next episode, we need to talk about Ronaldo's shenanigans, but I need to watch that full Pierce Morgan interview yeah, first. Man. But anyway, onto the World Cup. <laughs> Ronaldo, what a clown. Um, but yeah, World Cup. Um, I think, you know, um, yeah, Argentina's winning it for me. 
Goat Messi solidifying it. That's going to be his thousandth game in the World Cup final. Do you want to put a bet on it? Live jive on the telly, man. <laughs> hey, we'll get to that in our private time, man. But yeah, Glenn, who's your prediction for World Cup gold, boy? Uh, All or nothing. You know what, man? Mm-hmm. I personally love to see this it only makes sense. The football gods have lined this up too perfectly for him That's not to win so it. Yeah. Brazil, the yeah. Samba boys. Yeah. Yo, they have a dangerous squad. Anthony on the right wing with Neymar Jr. and Vinicius Jr. Amen. And Jean, I know. Hey. Are you, I know you're rocking with the golden generation, my good sir. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I am gonna go with, like, a little bit on the golden generation side, Belgium, however, mm. Just to give it, like, a good bit of a dark horse, I'm gonna choose Portugal. 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 For one reason. Okay, now, since, since we're talking about Portugal, I guess this is the last thing we gotta talk about with this World Cup because we cannot talk about this World Cup without talking about. And he's shenanigans, man. What the hell is going on at Manchester United, my good gentleman? <laughs> exactly. He's exposing the truth. Yes. And Bruno, did you see that video of Bruno joking around and being happy with Ronaldo at the Portugal meetup session? They on the same side of the of a faction, bro. Bruh, at United, the hierarchy right now. Y- y'all think Ronaldo's leaving? <laughs> Dog, Ronaldo will get Ten Hag fired. He'll talk to Sir Alex like he's like he's he's a little bitch and be like, yo, dog, please. Get this nigga out of old traffic. And get someone in his direction. I don't see Ronaldo leaving after that interview. But they do need to heavily discipline that home though. I mean that one million pound fine was not enough for me, bruh. That nigga needs to get banished. He needs to get banished to like the under twenty ones for a bit, bruh. The Portugal captain. He is, after all, the Portugal captain. But I think for this World Cup, if I was the Portuguese coach, I'd take the armband off Ronaldo and give it to the legend, the icon, the most underrated Real Madrid player of all time. Pepe! FC Porto Capitano! He's still so good, bro. He's killing it in the Champions League. Nah, nah, nah. Trust me. Pepe needs to captain Portugal for those guys to win the World Cup, bro. Facts, my G. Ronaldo needs that armband off him. He needs as little attention on him as possible. No, no. The reason why I'm saying Portugal is because now, left wing, Rafael Leal, striker, Ronaldo, left to uh, right wing, who would it be? Uh, Jao Felix. Jao Felix. But they can like switch between the two. Bruno Fernandes. Isn't which which country does Rodri play for? Rodri, Spain. Is Rodri Spanish? Yes. Spain Spain has an ass team, man. Ah, I do that. How do you leave David De Gea at home? Nah, no, Sergio, no, no, Sergio Ramos, Ramos, I understand he's like, he's depreciated he's really heavily, like, and there's no more Pique also. yeah, so if you can't you can't bring PK without bringing Ramos, 
I feel like if they brought PK, they were going to bring Ramos, but PK retired before the World Cup. And unfortunately, I feel like PK was going to get selected, bro. Because it was going to be his last chance as well. But it looks like Enrique's like, hey, fuck the old heads. The only old head I need is Busquets. All right, so our picks are Portugal from Jean, Brazil from Glenn, and Argentina from myself. Let us see who brings forth the fire. Next thing, a random ass team like the Netherlands wins it, bruh. Who knows? Bruh, World Cup is crazy, bro. It's 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 literally the most unpredictable tournament, bruh. I mean, look, remember when Germany, it was Germany versus Argentina? That the favorites were not Germany in that World Cup final, bruh. Come in a World Cup. We're all going to be shocked. No, 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 no. Forget even shocked. Mm. You're going to hear someone on Twitter or somebody, someone predicted the World Cup final with winner. There's always that one person. Yeah. I don't know what that person That person who said. predicted a random ass team, bruh. And, and, and said, one yeah, one yeah, one. that was right. And, and no, it's gonna be this <laughs> one, this one. And Would, they're gonna score, this one's gonna win. And I'm like, how the fuck did you make this? So for my Bitway fellas out there, please go look at those World uh, Cup odds. Do DM me and hit me up, eh? Escape World Cup slips, niggas. We all trying Stay to make the bag. But yeah, that's our World Cup chat. And uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining me today on the podcast. I appreciate y'all coming through. This is not the last time we're going to speak about the shit we spoke about. I think we need a mid-World Cup review and a post-World Cup review. So we'll get into that shit. And uh, yeah, till the next time, gents, shout out for pulling up, man. And to everybody out there. And to everybody out there, shout out for listening in to Francis Corner. Appreciate the support as always. Hope y'all have yourselves a one love kind of day. And remember, man, smile in the mirror and remind yourself that you can be happy. Shout out, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, um, that is the end of the episode. I appreciate my homies, Janito and Glenn, um, you know, pulling through. Coming through to Fences Corner to chat about some football, to chat about some anime. Um, you know, I told y'all about the Franco. And yeah, um, I appreciate y'all always tuning in. Uh, it always means a lot to me, man. And yeah, without any further ado, I hope you all have a lovely day further. One love and peace out, y'all.